hello guys. Welcome back to the Living Loved Podcast. I'm sorry it's been a long time no see. I have not been posting recently, but it's actually funny because the reason I haven't been posting recently is directly correlated to the topic that we will be discussing today. So what we're going to be talking about today is burnout. And I feel like this probably is a term that's been coined as in the last probably like 15, 20 years, because I feel like our generation and our world is just getting more and more fast paced and we're all about that grind, you know? And so we're just sacrificing so many things in the name of success. I'm putting in air quotes and um, making that coin, you know? So anyway, that's the topic for today. So let me give you guys a little bit of backstory. So at the beginning of quarantine, school had ended for me and I was back home with my parents. And while everything was shut down, I had sold my car and I was really, really wanting a job in order to just make as much money as possible in a short period of time in order to get a car. And that was my goal. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Enneagram at all, but if you are, I am a seven wing eight and I am just a very ambitious driven person and I love new experiences. I love just jumping into things. So I just made this quick decision where I was like, I'm going to apply at Chick-fil-A because my friend's dad owns that Chick-fil-A and some of my friends worked there and it was a nice accessible job that I could have during while well, everything shut down. So my goal was to work as much as possible in order to get my car that I wanted that I'm going to purchase very soon, which I'm very excited about. Um, So I went in with high hopes and a lot of ambition and a lot of energy, and I was just so exhilarated by the idea of a new job and the new experiences and the challenges that came with it. So I slowly but surely was just racking up as much hours as I could. So I was working on average between 45 and 50 hours a week, and sometimes I work a little less, a little more, and I was working usually more often than not six days a week. And my only day off was Sunday because Chick-fil-A is literally closed on Sundays. So I just was really taking advantage of overtime pay and was working upwards to sometimes 12 hour shifts. Um, But a lot of times my, my, uh, my shifts would, would usually be about 10 hours, but they were just long shifts and back to back. And I know that there's a lot of people who work far more than that. That's why I even hesitate being like, oh yeah, I work so hard because I know there's people who work like that all the time. But for me personally, it was ju- it just felt like a lot. It was uh, long hours. My job is fairly physically demanding, just on your feet all day, but I was loving it. I was really, truly thriving and I was really enjoying working there. So the first few months of working there were great. I was coming home. I was just so excited about life. I still had all this energy. And fast forward a few months, I start feeling a little bit exhausted. Like I still was loving the job just the same. I was excited that I was getting used to it and felt comfortable doing the job. But I started coming home from work. And especially once I started working consistent, like 10 to 12 hour shifts, I was coming home very irritable and just felt like I had nothing to give. Like I just expended all of my energy at work, was barely able to make it through the shift. And then I would come home and my family would want to talk. They'd want to catch up. And I just had no patience, no filter, nothing in me there that I felt like I could actually actually handle sitting down and having a conversation with my family. Like I just needed to go straight to bed 
and just chill out and just be alone. And so I found myself just becoming more and more introverted, more and more not wanting to socialize and just irritable, like just not in a good mood. And I'd wake up feeling so tired, so exhausted because I still would wake up super early in order to go to the gym and make time for the things that were important for me. I still was trying to do this podcast and everything. And it just felt like a lot. So during this time, my family started noticing. Uh, I'm a pretty obvious person to notice when my mood shifts. So um, my close friends and family were like, Brie, like you just don't seem like yourself. Like you're just so isolated now. You don't have any time to hang out with us anymore. You're never home. When you do come home, you're irritable and tired. You just don't feel, you don't seem like you're thriving. And I would always say, okay, people calm down. This is just a season. I'm just trying to get this car. I'm trying to work as many hours as possible. And I wish you would be a little more understanding that this is just a season and you can't expect me to be on all the time. Like that's what I would say. And while there is some truth to that, where obviously, yes, like life is all about seasons. We have some seasons where it really is grind season. Like you have to put your nose to the grindstone and you're working long hours and you just have to sacrifice in certain areas. Like you won't have enough time to hang out with your friends and just do it all. Like sometimes there are seasons like that and it's, we all need to have grace on each other in those seasons and just understand that, you know, if someone's working long hours and that's just how it is for that season, then we need to have grace on them when maybe they're a little short with us or they're a little tired that day, you know? So definitely is room for that. And there was some validity to what I was saying, but at the same time, it was going on for a long time, like months, and it only seemed to be getting worse. And I, and I was also extending my hours and working even more, and I definitely wasn't cutting back at all. So this is when I started kind of noticing an issue for myself where I was getting to the gym and I was like, wow, I don't even feel like I could work out anymore. I felt like I wasn't able to, I wasn't investing in any of my relationships. And I just got to a place where I started feeling so empty and purposeless. And all I wanted to do was just quit my job, move away from my family and just be alone by the ocean for like a month. Like I just felt like I needed to make some radical decisions, just get away from everything. And it's just so funny because as I was preparing for this podcast, I looked up the definition of burnout and the definition of burnout is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. And when I read that, I was like, holy flip, that's me. That's me right now. It's like, did you guys get that as an excerpt from my journal entry last night? Because... <laughs> But um, and then I started researching and I started looking up what the signs are of burnout. And so I'm just going to quickly just list off and briefly name these these signs of burnout. And these are the stages of burnout. I'm sorry. So the first stage is the honeymoon phase. So it's when you undertake a new task and you're often often starts by experiencing um, high job satisfaction, commitment, energy, and creativity. This is especially true of a new job or the beginnings of a business venture. And that's totally what I experienced. When I first started this whole endeavor, I was so excited to just be a part of something new. And I was um, just ready to accept the responsibility. I had this unbridled optimism. I just had this 
compulsion to just be the best at my job that I could. So I had a very high productivity level. So the second stage is an onset of stress. And so the second stage of burnout begins with an awareness of some days being more difficult than others. You may find your optimism waning as well as notice common stress symptoms affecting you physically, mentally, or emotionally. So this is me about like a few months in where I was like, okay, like these 12 hour shifts actually are kind of getting to me. I'm getting a little tired. But, you know, this is just what it is. Like, this is how it is when you have a job. Like, you're just tired and it's okay. And so you, I would just kind of put it off. And I'll, this can look like irritability, job dis- dissatisfaction, lack of sleep, lack of social interaction. Like, things just start, like, kind of dwindling down a bit. And then the third stage is chronic stress. And so the third stage of burnout is chronic stress. This is a marked change in your stress levels going from motivation to experiencing stress on an incredibly frequent basis. You may also experience more intense symptoms than those of stage two. And so this one is lack of hobbies. And so like all you're doing is working. And then even when you are working, uh, you're late for work. You're always like wanting to leave early. You're showing up late. You're not being able to do your your job well into the best ability that you were at the beginning, uh, just persistent tiredness in the mornings, physical illness, um, procrastination, restless, restlessness, or wait, <laughs> not, a, not restlessness, but um, resentfulness, which honestly I saw that word. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is that me? Um, and socially withdrawn from family and friends and um, uptake of ex- escapist activities. So I was just reading all this. I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's the stage I'm currently in and that's really bad. And so um, entering stage four, that is burnout itself. And so that's when it kind of just becomes very difficult to cope. And we all, and it says in this article, like we all have our own unique limits of tolerance, which is something that I actually really had to learn. And so just to kind of close out, uh, so those are the, the the few stages of burnout, and I felt definitely like I was connecting to that, and I feel like um, we need to really learn how to prevent this, and not just at the last stage where you get to burnout and you just want to quit everything, but life, I've learned, is a long, long race, people, and we are not here for these short-term bursts of energy where we sacrifice all physical and emotional needs in order to get something done. Yes, I know that there are certain seasons like that, there's certain moments like that, and that's okay. But ultimately, we are here for long-term success people, not short bursts of energy that lead to burnout. So this is something that I have become very aware of recently, and this is something that I feel like I'm honestly very weak in and I need to grow in because I have a tendency with my personality to just overwork myself and to always just compare myself to other people where I was finding myself at work where I would work just these 50 hour long weeks and I felt like I was working myself to the bone and I would be so exhausted and giving my all and I would feel proud of myself for how hard I'd worked but then I would talk to someone at work And I'd find out they'd be working more than I was. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like they seem like they're doing even better than I am emotionally and physically. And they've been doing this longer than I have. Like, and I would just start comparing myself to them and my little bursts of pride in myself and feeling like I was doing a really good job would quickly disintegrate as I heard that someone else was doing more than I was and at a better job that I was. So 
I found myself just never feeling like I was able to work enough to feel satisfied. It was just never enough. And I feel like that goes for a lot of things. Just comparison leads us down this rabbit hole of there's always going to be someone that's more ahead of us in a certain area of life that's better than us, looks better than us, does a better job than us, speaks better than us, you know, whatever it is, works longer hours than than we do. And it's so easy to get in this rabbit hole of just comparing ourselves to these people and feeling like, we're just never measuring up. And that just leads you down a path of just always feeling you have to do more in order to prove yourself. But it's a never ending, like horrible, vicious cycle that you're going to send yourself in because there's, I promise you, there's always going to be someone that's a little farther ahead than you. So one thing that I have really learned in this season is that I am Brienne and I'm not anyone else. I'm not any of my other coworkers at work. I'm not anyone else in my family. I'm not any of my friends. And we all are so uniquely created. And just because someone else at work maybe can consistently work 50 hour long weeks and that's good for them and they feel like they're thriving emotionally and physically, if that's not something I'm experiencing, then maybe that's just not how I'm wired. Or maybe I'm just not in the right field of my passion and my expertise where I'm actually feeling fulfilled in what I'm doing. Like there's so many things that go into this. And so what I'm saying is just everyone's different and there's no need for us to compare ourselves to anyone. So whatever journey you're on, I've just this whole season has really taught me to just stay in my own lane and just really focus on where have I improved? Where are the things that I can grow in? And just focusing on myself, not in a selfish way, but just in a way where I'm able to celebrate others, but also celebrate my own victories and work on my own weaknesses without feeling like we're in some competition or something. So during this whole time of me working these 50 hour long weeks and just being so consumed by work, slowly but surely work just became my life. And I I just felt like I was drowning, but not realizing I was drowning. And it wasn't until I'd have a day off or a moment off and I'd kind of come up for air and I'd look at myself in the mirror and just be like, wait, why am I doing this? Like, like, why am I working at Chick-fil-A? Like, why am I working these long godforsaken hours? Like, what is my purpose again? And I feel like that's just been me recently. Like I've really just had to take a step back and ask like, why am I doing what I'm doing? And so that's my first tip for you guys. So I want to just bring you through some tips of how to avoid burnout. Um, But the first step is just taking a step back and just taking inventory of your life and just looking at everything that you're doing, your nine to five job, uh, what music you're listening to, where you're spending your time, where you're spending your money, you know, whatever it is why are you doing what you are doing? What is the ultimate vision? What's the purpose? Because ultimately our goal here on earth is to glorify God and and to bring people to him, but also to use our gifts and our passions. Like God created each of us with certain desires and dreams and passions and things that actually excite us. And he's places in our hearts for a reason. And he wants to use us in those specific areas so that we can thrive and pour into other people in those areas. And I've, I heard this quote a while ago and it's really resonated with me as of recently. And it was, if you're exhausted, oftentimes it's not because you're doing too much, but it's because you're not doing enough of the right things. And that just really, really hit me where I was like, yeah, I was doing too much just in general where I was just working way too many hours, but 
ultimately I just wasn't doing enough of what I actually really loved and what really fulfilled me. And I just really felt like I just lost vision for my life. And in Proverbs 29, 18, it says, where there is no vision, men perish. When you don't have a vision for your life, where you don't have a constant goal of where you're headed, then your life just gets unorganized. It just gets disorganized where you're making all these decisions just haphazardly and they have no direction. Ultimately and ideally, we want our lives to be a reflection of where we feel God is leading us. And so for me personally, I feel so called to just impact people and to help people, especially young girls. And so yes, God definitely can grow and use me at Chick-fil-A in certain areas. And I believe that God uses everything, even bad things in our lives to grow us. But that's not ultimately where I'm called. I'm not called to Chick-fil-A. I'm not called to um, that company. And so if I'm spending all of my time there and I'm not spending any of my time actually pouring into the things that I feel like God is calling me to, then I'm going to feel purposeless. I'm not going to feel fulfilled and I'm going to feel drained. And that's really what I've realized recently, or I'm like, wow, I'm just not doing enough of what I'm supposed to be doing. It doesn't mean that I need to quit Chick-fil-A and just never work there again, but I definitely, especially since I'm 22 years old, I'm living at home. I'm not paying rent or anything right now, and I'm not married, not in a relationship. I don't have kids. I'm in a very niche incredible time in my life where I'm able to really capitalize on my free time and my freedom, and I'm really able to take the liberty of cutting back hours and pouring into other things that aren't necessarily monetized right now, but that hopefully eventually will be and are actually fulfilling to my purpose and my calling. And so I really encourage you, if you're young like me and you, um, or even if you're like, no matter what season of life you're in, if you just have the capacity, just cut back a little bit on the things that you feel like God isn't calling you to ultimately that aren't feeling your purpose that are actually just draining you. Try cutting back if you can a little bit on that and then using that time to invest in the things that actually matter to you and really use that time to discover your passions and think, okay, God, you created me for a purpose. I'm here on this earth at this specific time for a reason. And God, you've given me passions and dreams for my life and just write those down and just write down the answer to where am I going? Where do I ultimately want to end up in my life? My dream career, my dream um, impacts I want to make on the world. Like, what is it? And then customize your life and where your time goes and where your money goes and where your energy goes around your why and those goals. But if we don't have that vision, that long-term vision, then we're going to perish. We're going to feel unmotivated and our schedule is going to be very unorganized and just unhindered and have no sense of direction. And so it's extremely important to really take a moment to just evaluate your life and just be like, God, like where, where are you leading me and where are you calling me right now? Because I know I say this all the time, guys, but it is so true. And it's something I always come back to that life is so short. Like, I can't believe I'm already 22 years old. I'm not saying I'm old or anything. I know I'm still very young, but wow, like, man, life flies by so quickly. And I think it's so funny how we just have such a timeline for our lives where literally if you would have asked me in high school, guys, I would have thought I'd be married by now, maybe have like a child, like, I don't know, a full, full-fledged career in ministry. Like I, we have this timeline and this map laid out for our lives. And a lot of times that's just not what it looks like. And time just flies by so quickly. And I just don't want to waste today on things that 
aren't ultimately where God has called me, aren't actually fulfilling me in the way that I was designed to be fulfilled and used in the way that I was designed to be used. And we all were created for a purpose. And so I just encourage you, invest in yourself, gain vision for your life and gain vision for where you want to go. And be so stubborn about keeping your schedule on track with getting yourself to those goals and fulfilling your purpose. Because at the end of our lives, it's going to be really sad if we wasted our time on things that aren't ultimately where we're meant to be used. My mom says that her dad would always tell her the quote that if you do what you love, you will never work a day in your life. And man, that is the goal for all of us, that we would be so moving in where God has called us to be that it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like toil. It doesn't feel like we're being drained all the time and that we're hating our lives, but that even though some days may be hard and they may be draining, that we're feeling fulfilled and we're feeling like we're actually making a difference in God's, God's kingdom and in the people around us. And where we actually feel like we're growing in our gifts and growing in our strengths and using them to bless people because that's the ultimate goal, guys. Lastly, I just want to leave you guys with some very practical things on how to prevent burnout and how to make sure that your life is actually aimed towards your goals and actually aimed towards where God is calling you. And so first off, we have the things that we have to do. Like we have work, we have school. Those are just the unavoidable things of life. And so I really encourage you to get those things in order and to condense your classes as much as possible into maybe a certain amount of days or a certain amount of hours. We're not so spread out throughout the week or work, maybe cut back some hours. But if you're not able to do that, at least just get a printed out calendar or on your phone and make a list of your schedule right out and block out those hours that you're going to be spending at school or doing schoolwork and where, or where you're working your shift. And then there's also the things that are actually launching us towards and bringing us towards our desired future. So once you gain vision for your life and where you feel God is calling you, then what are those steps? What are those things? Maybe that one thing that you could be investing time into in order to propel you into your future, or at least where you feel like you're being utilized. Maybe it's volunteering somewhere. If you feel like you're called to ministry, then maybe volunteering at a church or help leading a youth group, or maybe it's starting a Bible study, or maybe it's starting a YouTube channel, or working on on writing songs, or whatever it is that you feel called to, just carving out time and finding like a, just one or two things that you could be investing time into that is actively bringing you closer and closer to your desired future, or at least developing skills in you that you'll use in that area. And then the third thing is, is the things that we just have value for and the things that benefit us and the things that bring true rest and, and happiness to us. Like for me, I love going to the gym. I love hanging out with my friends. Rest is super important. I love making these podcasts, making these YouTube videos. And so actually carving out time for things that or like our hobbies that actually bring joy to us and actually take care of our bodies. And also that goes hand in hand with the practicals of just getting enough sleep, eating well, exercise, taking time to just rest because this is your life. Like the life that you're living, this is your life. You get to customize it however you want. I just think that's so cool. Like we just get this one life and yeah, we have our obligations and things that we have to do sometimes against our will, but ultimately we are the creators of our destinies and whatever we want to put our hands to and 
then we should. We should put our hands to that and make time for it. And so you're in full control of your life and your schedule and your time. And we all get 24 hours in a day. So use that 24 hours wisely. Make time to sleep. Get to sleep early. Start waking up earlier, whatever it is, be diligent about it and set those boundaries, create a schedule and stick to it. So those are just very practical things. And those are things that are going to help you avoid burnout because you're going to have vision for your life and you're going to be doing things that are actually fulfilling for you. And you're not just going to be expending all of your energy into something that you're not actually passionate about. And then on top of that, you're going to have vision for your life. You're going to feel organized. You're going to be getting enough sleep. You're going to be exercising. You're going to be eating well. And you're going to still be a part of your friend group and a part of those social activities. And you're not going to just feel drained all the time. So just become super self-aware of your personal signs where you start noticing that you're dwindling a bit and then adjust your lifestyle from that place and be like, okay, I should probably start getting more sleep or maybe I can cut back a little bit here or skip this day at the gym or whatever. So, um, I hope those things helped. That was kind of a lot. I know, but that's just where I'm at right now. And a lot of this podcast is going to be, be me talking about things that not things that I've dealt with 20 years ago, but things that I'm dealing with right now and that I'm walking through. This is something that I am literally walking through right now. And so I really hope that this just brought some rest to you and just you were able to relate to me in some way. And I just pray that God would just really highlight why he's placed you here on earth because you're here for a purpose and you're not here on accident and he is so present in your life right now and he is so for you. He's so for you and no matter what mistakes you've made, no matter how many times you've let yourself get to burn out, God wants to give you ultimate rest. And oh, and also, yeah, like he's, he's what ultimately gives us rest. And so make time to read your Bible, make time to spend with him and make sure that you're filling your mind and your heart with good things. Because if you're feeling drained and unfulfilled and exhausted all the time, pay attention to what kind of music you're listening to. What, what are you mentally digesting every day? Are you just feeding yourself junk all the time? Because maybe that's why you're having such toxic thoughts that are just draining your energy. So that's also a huge thing. And I'll do another episode on that another time, but I love you so much. I'm so for you guys. I believe in you. I just pray that you would feel so inspired after this episode and that you would go into this next week, just feeling very purpose-filled and very driven and just have, have direction for life because we love that. So I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great week. Bye.